0: Radio Pulpit, 6.57am, your daily companion. 41 minutes after 4, that's your time. My family, good afternoon to you if you've just joined us. It's a Friday afternoon. I woke up today, the first time I actually looked out my window, I saw that it looked like it was going to rain. I wasn't sure. Did you see that? Yeah,
1: I did. Yeah, do
0: you think it's going to rain?
1: I don't know. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But only because I have like a personal thing about it.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, so... If you are outside or joining us on the road, uh, yeah, I mean, look, enjoy, uh, the dry weather for as long as it lasts because it does look like we're starting to see a bit of, uh, you know, cloud action, uh, at this time of the year. So, we're crossing over to Great Conversation. My family, tech schools joining us. And on the line is academic head Desiree Hugo to chat to us about the incredible uh, tooling of using art, uh, you know, to enhance education and uh, to uh, develop children's critical thinking schools. According to experts in the education space, um, uh, 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 art incorporates all the important factors required in critical thinking and can. Can be used by parents and teachers to the great advantage of the child. Uh, Desiree Hugo joining us. Good afternoon, Des. and uh, thank you so much for giving us your time.
1: Good afternoon, Yanda, and thank you, and thanks to the listeners.
0: So let's 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 uh, firstly uh, uh, Desiree talk about uh, ad, ad, Advertech schools. Did I uh, pronounce that correctly? It's advertack schools, right? Yeah, advertech schools. Yeah. What is the whole concept around advertech schools?
1: Um, so AdvoTech is the listed company, and then we we operate a, a range of school brands. Mm. Um, as well as in each brand, there are a number of schools, and there are schools in South Africa. So if we think of South Africa, we have our Crawford brand, the mm. Trinity House brand, mm. the Pinnacle, um, the Niche brand. And then we've got schools in Botswana, which is Gaborone International School,
2: mm. which is a
1: mega school, as well as schools in Kenya. We have a Crawford International in Kenya, as well as Makini schools in Kenya. Mm. So there's a, a wide range, you know, across the the group.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, in
1: total, we we call the, we total it to 113 schools mm. um, across 36 campuses. Um, yeah, so it's quite a significant um, company, which really, really focuses on how can we ensure that education is at the cutting edge mm. of of what the global offering is, and we stay updated with a, a central academic team which I work with sure. in terms of rolling out to all the schools.
0: And 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 what sets you apart in the education space, uh, Des? Uh, I mean, what what's what's that advantage competitively that makes mm. Advotec schools what they are and a preferred choice for any child's education?
1: Um, in terms of. You know what sets us apart. What is our competitive advantage? Mm. I do think the scale that we have and the benefits of leveraging that across the school, mm. so, but but still keeping each brand intact because the the different brands speak to different markets. Right? You know? Does someone want the Crawford style of education, mm. or do you want the Abbott? style of education which mm. comes under our niche schools? Mm. Or do you want a learning assisted school such as our bridge assisted learning school? Mm. Then it's the very sort of Christian oriented Trinity House schools. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we've got Cambridge schools. Um, so it's, it's, it's a variety of offerings the other benefit we have is that part of the Advertec group is the RIE, and that is the Institute of Independent Education, ah. where we have a tertiary sector as well as a resourcing sector. Um, so in the tertiary sector, hmm. our tertiary sector is, we're the biggest provider of private uh, tertiary education in right. the country
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if
1: you think of rosebank college varsity college nsa capsicum mm-hmm. you know they range, their range of different brands mm-hmm. also addressing different market areas as well as different spaces in the education market mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so what we are finding as well creating some further um sort of leveraging of scale but building on academics is aligning the schools with the tertiary, particularly where we do the Bachelor of Education degree or the postgraduate certificate in education, mm. and working closely to grow teachers that can move into our schools, as well as supporting and, and just you know um, working collaboratively mm. to, to outline what do we expect in our schools of a really, really good teacher
2: mm. and
1: building the practice and the modelling of that uh, and the measurement of that um,
0: in the schools. Sure. What is the what is the uh, you know? There's a. I'm struggling to ask this question. What is the 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 thread of your uh, curriculum, um, Des? That really enhances uh, the manner in which education is done at the um, under the edvatech schools and i ask this specifically because i think in the past 20 years in the education system the big conversation has been around development um, of of uh, the curriculum or the adjustment uh, to changes in the curriculum but it didn't look like it affected you know the the, the private schooling space uh, much because a lot of the things that were incorporated in public schools were already Sort of, you know, underway in, in in the private schooling sector. So, what does that look like? Uh, what do you, What does your curriculum look like uh, that really makes it easy for children to adapt to different types of learning styles?
1: Yeah, so I think you know the key, clear focus that we have in our Adventech School is made the three key strands. We look at academic excellence mm. and how that can. Uh, be really aligned to future-focused education, but being very student-centric, um, as well as a challenging and engaging curriculum. Mm. Data-driven decision making. We do international right. benchmark tests, which give us great data on every single child. Mm. We've launched launched a digital learning platform across our schools called Edly Learn, which has been amazing upping the performance in mathematics, mathematical literacy, and physical science. Mm. And that creates personalized learning for the students in that it's an adaptive mechanism. So it supports the students where they're at and builds their skill to where they need to be or takes them back to support and build the foundation that may be missing. Right. And so these really speak to part of our digital literacy plan. Mm. So the big thing is academic excellence within the curriculum and teaching time, the digital literacy which we say is embedded in our practices. So it's not just allocated as one lesson a cycle. Mm. It really is getting our teachers upskilled and utilizing a whole edtech framework based on the international standards of technology and education principles. Sure. Um, So that our students are exposed to different computer networks, productivity, future tech spaces, um, different content and resource creation opportunities access to these different platforms to really, really build their capacity for the future and the future of work, but also to just speak to the 21st century skills. Mm, you know. Mm, mm. And, and that's the next part of our framework we call our global citizenship framework, ah. starting fundamentally with mm. respect, diversity and inclusion programs. And that filters to all our schools from a central perspective. And mm. the, the, the schools offer have to offer an RDI lesson in every cycle as well, as well as those conversations in the classroom environment.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: And mm -hmm. then the the rest of thinking, researching, communication, social skills, self-management, all within that global citizen framework. And then what we do is we underpin a lot of this with a sustainable development goal. You know, so... So we've got a clear vision of what we want to happen in the school. Mm -hmm. And we roll this out from a central perspective. And then the school's brand put it into their culture and into their, their values and their pillars so that they have that differentiated sure. alignment.
0: That that for me is absolutely fascinating because effectively what, what that does is that uh, when a child for example, let's talk about secondary um, uh, the secondary level, when they come out of matric they literally market ready they literally can go into mm-hmm. a working place without having, even having gone and I mean I'm not discouraging um, uh, degrees yeah. and all of that but technically a child is, is market ready by the time they, yeah. they, they, they finish um, at grade 12. But You've also now added, or at least you are enhancing um, and using art as yet another differentiator um, in your in your curriculum. Talk to us about that.
1: Yes, so you know certainly I think creativity is one of those skills that we cannot afford to lose, mm. and that builds your critical thinking. It builds all those elements of reflection, of consideration of a piece of artwork, or really thinking about the approach that you take as a teacher in a classroom is mm-hmm. uh, offering them an opportunity for creative work. So what we really believe in is that we want our students to ideate and they can document their mm-hmm. thinking through various languages of expression. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And
1: those languages of expression obviously speak to the art. And when we say art, yes, visual art, a big part of it, but we also speak about movement. We speak about using different materials. You know, there's so many elements that you can add, layering materials. So the children the teachers create possibilities um so that the children are given multiple opportunities to explore different materials mm, like mm. photography, clay, painting, drawing, wire, using shadows, sound, um and, and these are so accessible. You sure. know, so it's not high cost opportunities, but mm. really Real-time, natural resources and those um, abilities that we can delve into of the children by offering them those possibilities. We want the children to think by doing. So they're encouraged to think through a material. Mm. And what I mean by that is they're working in clay from a very young age. The children then realize, if I want to make a person stand up, there's certain things I've got to do <laughs> to this amazing. piece of clay? Yes, you know that's not just going to happen. I've got to think. Oh, perhaps I use some sticks to hold up the legs, or perhaps I use wire. And so it's bringing the different materials together. How to mm-hmm. make different mm-hmm. shapes mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. joining mm-hmm. things together. Mm-hmm. So, so, so,
0: so this approach, uh, Des, um, is, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot more effective, if I'm hearing this correctly. Is it a lot more effective when you start at elementary stage or can it still be incorporated later on
1: um, in the journey? I think it can be incorporated later on in the journey. I mean, the Reggio Emilia approach, which we base a lot of this work on, mm. um, is, it comes from a, a, a city in northern Italy. And they do a lot of uh, global work. I mean, it, they, they educate teachers and academics and they do work with Harvard and MIT in mm-hmm. terms of researching into teaching and learning. Mm-hmm. And they say, they speak to from naught to 99, you can still learn something in terms of your creative spirit, your creative soul, where you want to go. Um, and just with your thinking, mm-hmm. because it pushes you to think and analyze and reflect and consider um, You know, we we really want children, for me, the big part of how we shift things in a classroom Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is you get children to learn to observe detail. And so often you'll go into a classroom and the walls all look the same. They're beautiful colored in pictures or colored in templates. Right. But where is that child's original art? And so what we do is we say, instead of saying to a child, Draw a flower or draw a person. Mm. All of us can take out our pencil and we'll do the typical construct of a flower, yes,
0: absolutely, or the
1: typical a circle and, of a... and
0: petals.
2: <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> yeah. the
1: powerful, the powerful vision that you get when you give a child an actual flower, mm. give them a magnifying glass, tell them to look at it from different angles, and then draw what they see. It changes what we see in children's work. Even in adults. I mean, we've done this with adults as well. No, absolutely. I mean, it's
0: a big thing. Aviation right now, I mean, is encouraged Mm. all throughout, uh, you know... uh, Mm. uh, executive education—it's a big yeah. thing, you know—and I mean yeah. to see that it's being incorporated at elementary level is absolutely phenomenal. What are some of the benefits uh, that you've seen uh, tangibly, uh, Des, from from incorporating and using art um, as a tool of learning?
1: What we've seen is that children definitely start looking for detail. Mm. So, and, and we don't only start in elementary, we start in preschool, so three, four-year-olds. Sure, wow. Um, so they're learning to look for detail. And in any studying or any work you do, the detail is essential in terms of moving forward, of getting it right, of not missing something.
2: Mm-hmm. Even
1: just studying for an examination or answering a question in an examination. Mm-hmm. It's the detail that matters. So getting children to really learn to observe and look for detail is a skill that then permeates through all those avenues of learning. Sure, sure. The other part is reflecting on a two-dimensional shape, building it into three-dimensional shape, and engaging students in discussion about pieces of art, Mm. a piece of dance movement, just to articulate their thoughts and what did they think about that. How would they reflect on that? So it really is about constructing a view and then being able to defend their view. Mm. And I mean, I could go on forever. <laughs> so no, benefits, let me tell possibility.
0: you. I am fascinated. I'm fascinated because I keep, you know, this afternoon we're actually talking about uh, looking yes. back at memories of Friday afternoon. You know, childhood memories mm. of Friday afternoon. And I'm just thinking as you're speaking, I wonder what those uh, Friday afternoons in uh, primary school would have looked, felt like, you know, had this uh, sort of uh, uh, tooling been used back in the day, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. It, I yeah. I think there's just such a world of opportunity that it opens up for the child's imagination and development of their creative ability. Let me let, let, let me ask this question days before we let you go. There's a yes. parent right now joining us mm-hmm. and they are homeschooling and okay. um I, I look. I, I I don't know much about that space, but I do know that it can be quite challenging trying to, you know, trying to work out that whole uh, homeschooling curriculum. How would you advise that parent to incorporate art as a means of um, of enhancing their children's critical thinking skills?
1: Mm. Oh, I think that's a lovely opportunity. Yeah. Certainly starting with learning observational drawings, how to offer that to your child, Mm. you know, instead of just coloring in or filling in some piece that someone else has drawn, but exposing them to different artists and saying, how would you represent it? Look at that art, you represent something else in that style, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, putting an item out and saying, let's draw it, let's look at the detail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the other opportunity from this is work that comes from the Center for Expeditionary Learning, Uh where uh, Professor Ron Berger shares the story, and if the moms or parents want to Google it, it's called Austin's Butterfly. (gasps) Um, For any teacher or parent who's really interested in building the capacity of ideation, recreation, yeah. attempting a drawing. So what this is about is about a child who does the drawing of a butterfly. Mm-hmm. And the children in the class are taught how to critique a piece of art. So it's not, oh, that's ugly or that's skew. It's like, hmm, I look at the one that you drew from. Perhaps you should extend the wings to a point.
2: you mm. know,
1: Or perhaps you add this little bit of detail. And then the child of often goes back and he does the draft. He ends up doing six drafts with valuable critique from his little peers that is fantastic and Mm. the ability to take feedback so yes let them do the drawing and say okay let's look at the original that you drew from how about you did this and then they do first draft second draft third draft now Mm. that should permeate into all our work none of us can write the perfect piece of essay writing or perfect piece of an article in our first draft but yet we expect kids to do it at school and in examination. Absolutely.
0: So we having, need to... Oh, that, is, mm, that is amazing.
1: Yeah. But please go Google Austin's Butterfly. That will just give any parent and any teacher a different perspective on mm-hmm. creativity and helping children build their skills. When you look at the first draft versus the final draft, all done, the same child. Right. But getting the right critique and feedback, it's not about damaging and that's not great, you know. And I mean, um, yeah. So definitely builds that ability to redefine, recreate their work or art and even their thoughts. The other piece is when your child does a piece of work, Mm -hmm. and this is for any parent, when your child brings a piece of work home from school or you've done some art, with, set up something for your art, your child for art in a homeschool environment. Mm-hmm. Let them talk you through what they have. Talk caused. you
0: through it, Des, mm. because then they
1: recollect,
0: uh, reflect. Oh man, mm. this is absolutely amazing! Yeah.
1: So that what happens is you then see a different picture. So often little children come home there's a piece of art. mommy and Daddy, oh beautiful! Stick it on the fridge. You know, and you don't know what it is, but it's lovely. Mm. Take that piece of art and say to your child, tell me why you chose these colors. Mm. What is this detail here? Explain your little story behind your art and you will see their, their thinking being made visible to you. Which is very powerful for them to articulate that and to share what they were thinking when they created the art. Now, tell me,
0: uh, let me ask a sticky (laughs) question. Does this change uh, the marking structure then and the approach, you know, in terms of how they, of course it would though, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Talk to us about that.
0: How does it change how the children are now evaluated, you know, with that sort of approach in mind?
1: I think it's all about the opportunity, creating a rubric. Where are they? Ah. You know, if you've given an instruction, have they followed that part of it? And it's not about saying, oh, that's awful. But there's certain elements that as depends on the age of the child that you can say, this is the framework, go sure. in and do it. Have they met those? And then when you question them about it, you get the insight into what they were thinking in terms of what they were creating. And yes, maybe it's all there. Or maybe they thought that something different could be added. You know, so you're, you're, the rubric that you create as a mm. teacher, if you're needing a mark for an art piece, is really based on the techniques that you've offered. And yes, you do teach techniques. I mean, if you're doing pottery or clay work, you right. teach the little pinch pot techniques, mm. the little dotting techniques. Mm. then The matu- manipulation of the materials is one of the, the, the skills you're hoping little ones to learn. It builds the little finger muscles when they're working with real clay, you know. So that's what you can. Look at and and make a suggestion on in terms of the next level of building that child's capacity. Um, So, yes, and look, we're never going to get away from the traditional marking. Right,
2: right, right.
1: Because that's what we have. But how do we build all of these skills so that when a child gets there, this is just part of what they do and they offer?
0: And it doesn't discourage them, uh, from continuing to develop their creative and, uh, ideation, uh, capacities. Mm. Because, you know, if we go back to traditional ways of marking and yet expect them to continue being creative, it kinda is, is counterintuitive, you know, in, in, in a sense. Yeah. Days we could yeah. have this conversation all day long. I wanna I have this conversation into the weekend. Trust me, hey. Uh, <laughs> and don't do s-
1: some observational drawing, right? And butterfly for I'm
0: never gonna <laughs> go past that scary coloring book for adults. The next time I go into <laughs> <laughs> into that art section, I'm never gonna pass it. Listen, yeah. if, if 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 we would like to check in, um, and yeah. if there's a consultant parent, you know, that would like to really check in with the with how do we do that how do we connect with you
1: I think you can contact me email me directly yeah um, so that's D h-u-g-o at, at VTech a-d-v-t-e-c-h mm-hmm. dot c-o dot z-a happy to help happy to chat happy to just share ideas
0: Fantastic. Desiree Hugo, my family, she is the academic head at the Avtech schools and a great conversation bringing us to all the way to four after five Uh, days. It's been absolutely wonderful. All the best, uh, you know, uh, with the journey and we certainly will try and keep in touch with you uh, just to check where things are at and if there's any other developments, especially looking at, you know, the rapid inclusion now um, of IR into curriculum. So we're really looking forward to all of those developments. Yeah.
1: Perfect, lovely, we'd love to chat
0: again Ayanda And thanks to you Desiree Hugo, my family, we're crossing over now to the news That conversation will certainly be podcast RadioPulpit.co.za It is four after five Let's try and see if we can quickly catch up with the newsroom To have a look at the latest in the news this past hour The words of the Lord are words of life Your heart is on 657 AM
2: Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you
0: more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash You and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.